In chapter 16, the Tanya explores a very fascinating concept. When we do mitzvahs, obviously the most important thing is the action. Do this, say this. But Tanya, one of the big ideas is that without Avanira, without love of Hashem and awe of Hashem, it's not a complete service of Hashem. He calls it wings. Wings to fly up to Hashem. So developing love and awe is so important. And that's where books like the Tanya and Jewish mysticism play such a role because they get us to talk about these kind of ideas, to think about these ideas and develop a love, which is maybe a sense of closeness and an awe, which is a sense of, you know, taking a step back from the distance, from how great Hashem is and both are important. And it's important to develop this. And the reason it's so important to develop this is because only when a person is living with such incredible passion, love and awe, are they then able to exercise one of the most important things for the Bainani, which is controlling the heart, controlling the heart's impulses. You know it yourself, when you're not in the greatest space, when you're not in the greatest zone, when you're not zoned into your highest morality, to your ethics, to your Torah, then the animal soul is much more powerful. It's much harder to discipline the heart. When a person's in the zone, when a person's feeling the love and the awe, then they're able to control the heart and its impulses. But in chapter 16, the Tanya explores what happens if I'm not able to muster love and awe so easily. Some people, it's just they're emotional beings, not emotional like getting, you know, all devastated, falling apart emotional. The holy emotional beings, people who they, they meditate a few minutes about godliness and it actually is felt in their bones. Spiritually sensitive people. People who that awareness floods into their heart very easily. He calls it like giving birth. It, it easily, the mind gives birth to emotions easily. But then there are those who really struggle. Even when they have an imagination, it doesn't necessarily translate into their heart. It doesn't create excitement. Think about it. Some people have a, a strong imagery in architecture. They could see a two-dimensional piece of paper and create in their mind the full dimensional picture and then fantasize about it and get excited about it. Then there are those of us who see a two-dimensional picture and all we see is drawings until you don't show it in three dimensions. It's hard. In other words, some people are able to translate esoteric concepts into tangible love easily. And some people are not so... Yeah, they, they study the Jewish mysticism. They study an idea... But now what? Like, okay, so what, what am I supposed to do with this? What, what do you want me to do? And we all have this in different areas of our life. Some people just, you know, pick up food and the, the intuitively they figure out how to make a dish. And other people, for the life of theirs, they, they can't unless they're following the cookbook to the letter. Some of us will just go to the electric, you know, things on the walls and figure out how to electrify our house. And other people will burn the house down, heaven forbid. It's you either know how to translate it into real or you don't. And nine out of ten times, it's 
It's naturally born. Some of us just have different talents, different parts of our brain are able to translate. So some of us are good in numbers. Some of us are good in language. And, you know, for the person who's good in language, they don't understand what's the big deal. So you just, you know, you, you write a sentence. But for the other person who went to a full school education and they're pretty clever, it doesn't translate as easy. What's the point? The point is that translating into emotion is a challenge. So what about these people? So the Tanya then says, Hashem asks us to do what we can. So even if it doesn't translate into our heart, as long as it's an intellectual journey, he calls it tvuna, a deep meditation in the mind, then Hashem will consider it as if we're, ser- we're serving Hashem with the full heart and full emotion. That means if we're the kind of people that it won't translate into our reality, into our heart fully, it's still okay. So yes, you went and you, you went to a good, great Tanya Shir for an hour and the person next to you is flying high and they're like, they're imagining this stuff and this, this esoteric stuff is like really, you know, touchable. You could touch it, they could see it. And other people don't. But just that information in your head alone is more than important. And I think there's a very powerful lesson in that. Often we stay away from things that maybe we don't intuitively get. So some of us like get mysticism, some of us don't. Some of us get halakha, some of us don't. Our job is to learn. And yes, there's nothing wrong with spending more time with stuff that connect to us and that we're able to translate, but we have to learn it all and allow Hashem to do the rest.